Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. My name is Marcus. New South Wales has recorded 23,131 new COVID-19 cases and another two deaths. The cases were diagnosed from around 83,000 tests. It's a rise of 2,337 from the previous day's tally and has surpassed the peak of 22,577 that was recorded on New Year's Day. There are currently 1,344 people in New South Wales hospitals. That is the highest number of COVID-19 hospitalizations recorded in the state since the pandemic began. Dr. Jeremy McAnulty from New South Wales Health says around 100 patients are in intensive care in the hospital system. We continue to see many unvaccinated people being admitted to ICU, including young people. Uh, so it's a reminder to everyone across New South Wales to get vaccinated now if you haven't yet done so. Uh, and to get your second dose as soon as it's due. New South Wales opposition is accusing the state and federal governments of failing to meet the bare minimum when it comes to COVID-19 testing responsibilities. Rapid antigen tests are proving difficult to obtain and there are accusations of price gouging. The Prime Minister says it's not practical to make rapid antigen tests available for free for the public. PCR testing centres are struggling to cope with demand, with some having to close after they have opened, as they have already reached capacity. One company has shut more than two dozen of its testing locations so that it can catch up with backlog. New South Wales opposition leader Chris Minns told radio station 2GB the Prime Minister needs to change his tune on providing free at-home tests. It'd be over a billion dollars that we're subsidising the PCR manufacturers and testing facilities across New South Wales and Australia. So it's not much more to make sure that we've got these rapid antigen tests that can be distributed free. And it seems like they're having huge success with that model in other countries around the world. Labor leader Anthony Albanese says the Prime Minister needs to take more responsibility for ensuring there's enough supplies of COVID vaccines and test kits. Why we've moved to rapid antigen tests away from PCR testing is the fact that they didn't ensure that PCR testing could occur smoothly because the system was breaking down. So they've moved to this system but haven't prepared for that either. The head of the National COVID-19 Vaccine Task Force says the staggered approach to allowing people to get a third COVID-19 vaccine booster is working. People who had a second vaccination four months ago can now have their third jab, meaning an extra four million people become eligible today. Lieutenant General John Fruin told Channel 9 the system ensures the people who most need the booster don't get pushed out of the way. In terms of just opening the floodgates and having everybody uh, turning up, that might mean that some of those most vulnerable who uh, have become eligible first for their boosters, uh, we wanted to make sure that there was a good flow through of those people first. The eligibility gap will be further reduced to three months at the end of January. Proof of vaccination is set to become the normal for Western Australia as the government elevates public health measures. This comes as the state recorded two new cases of COVID-19. The state's health minister, Amber Jade Sanderson, says proof of vaccination will be required for high-risk venues. We will now extend proof of vaccination requirements to high-risk venues and events. These high-risk venues and events include nightclubs, 
music festivals and major events of more than 500 patrons where mask wearing will also be required outdoors. Venues will be required to take measures to ensure people who are not vaccinated against COVID-19 not be allowed entry. WA is also introducing a new COVID-19 app which is set to be released next week. Thanks for listening to SBS News in Easy English.